kind of just looking at what like NFT NYC looks like, um, it was a very, it was a lot different than what I was expecting. And with the Toronto one, it's a lot more crypto based uh, than NFT based um, than anything. Um, yeah, like I don't know. There, there was a lot of there was a lot of really great moments within it, and I think like for myself personally, as being like a female in the space, um, before I had left, there was like there there was a conversation that was happening even about female influencers in the space and how a lot of them are cringy or and things like that, which I totally understand based on the context of it, and we're speaking about a certain uh, type of influencer, right? But I seen a lot of really great women in the space so like if i look at my feed of any conference that has to do with anything nft or crypto um there is a specific style of woman that is normally there so to see just so much down to earthness it was a great moment to actually witness and not feel so alone in the space Oh, well, that's cool. So for those who don't know, Bella was just at this very big Toronto conference. We got some tickets from our friends at Isn Toys uh, because they were including a a fat cat uh, in their present to Vitalik Buterin. That was that post, I, uh, that tweet I posted out where they gave Vitalik Buterin a bust of himself uh, and a letter kind of, you know, saying hello from all of the communities that are connected to Isn Toys. So one of those was fat cats. Um, and... Um, yeah, you know, that's, those are some interesting perspectives, Bella, because, you know, I, I've never found, I, I've never found the, the builders to be cringy, the female builders. So like the project founders, you know, I found, you know, like Boss Beauties and stuff like that to be a real class act. Uh, and the same for Crypto Coven and stuff like that. Uh, and that, the, the amazing professor that we had on an AMA once. Uh, but the influencers themselves, absolutely. But then again, so many of the influencers are cringy, right? It's not a gender-specific thing. I mean, the influencers are just cringy in yeah. general, right? So, um, yeah, I, I guess maybe yeah, maybe people are surprised by it more because they expect you know women to behave into a certain stereotype, and when they're acting like the bros, it's it's more shocking to them. But they're all cringy. You know what, actually, that's a really good point. There was quite a bit of cringe. And it's funny, I wasn't expecting, like, I know that they exist. And I guess just normally, I don't hang out in the spaces where influencers would be, right. And I was like, there was at one point where I was just sitting off on the side, like in shade, and I can see like, there's like an influencer doing like a full shoot across the street from me. And I'm like, this is just it to me, it seemed bizarre. Um, so like, it was like you were sitting there watching some type of movie being made. Like it was weird in a, in a removed type of way. Um, yeah. And you know, but, you know, you know, that NFT NYC billboard, that enormous one, will you go out with me? It, 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 she actually paid for it. It was a, her own gimmick. In fact, the guy that she, like she put as, you know, will you go out with me? He had said no. <laughs> and um you know that's the kind of you know gimmicky gag gimmick that that people want so yeah it's interesting and 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 what what did you know you know we talk about crypto twitter and nft twitter right and they two different twitters what um what was there a crossover you know did you feel that kind of the crypto peeps uh were, were getting more and more interested in nfts there definitely was like I know like there was one point where um, we were sitting like off in a booth area and there was a group of like five or six guys beside us and they were all like crypto boys. Um, but they had had some of the things that were being given away and they're like the cards with like the, the QR code where like they scan in and they're like for NFTs that are currently being minted. I checked them out. Honestly, nothing that I would eat like that's even interesting at all. Um, but what was interesting was is that these crypto boys were actually considering purchasing them because they're like it's like i don't know it was it was such a low amount to them that they're like eh, what a, like whatever it's just a gamble like they didn't care yeah they were contemplating it right and like that was a great thing to see is that it was even there a little bit and the people that were there that were from like and more nft based they were surprised by the amount of crypto content that was there yeah um and that's why, like, even like, I think I, I found a, a sticker that was a lazy lion that would have been 
probably one of the only NFTs that I had recognized out of all of the material that was there. Most of them were projects that aren't well known at all. Yeah. Or no knowledge of. Yeah, that's a common issue. That's a common thing. Like when we look, except for like NFT NYC, uh, most of these times when like, you know, when WGMI gets invited to these you know conferences and i'm given like the list of it's like who are these people like like these are projects that none of us have ever seen or consider like anything substantial in the space and those are the people willing to shell out kind of 5k to be a sponsor right yeah yeah for, for sure right but that, that also goes to show that there's i think that there's a lot more movement um in the in the marketing potential in these spaces now at this point yeah. Um, like for instance, like with the booths for that were NFT booths, they were not even inside the conference building. Like they were outside in tents. Yeah. Right. Like inside the food trucks. Right. So it was definitely not the purpose of that conference. Um, but they did have like an NFT wall that had a lot of NFTs, and they were like things were scannable, and they had like like the stickers and stuff and everywhere that's there. So like there's a lot of opportunity to market NFTs. And I, it'll, it'll, it's, it's actually making more and more movement. Like yeah. it, it is crossing slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And one thing I want to draw attention to from also from all of this is, you know, when I was talking to Brett, I'm definitely getting this, the sense that people are starting to look at NFTs more as the technology and less as a profile pick, right? Like, I don't know if anyone else is feeling that shift, but you know, it's, it's, you know, when, you know, when Brett is now talking to kind of web two companies and stuff, it's like, how will you integrate NFT technology into a service you want to provide? Or I spoke yesterday to a group who are coming out with like a burger franchise, right? It's not about the profile pick. They're originally going to do a profile pick. Now they're doing 1155 token because it's about token gating club membership to a, you know, a Web3 native burger ranch, right? So I think that that shift is important because when we speak to our bros over in crypto land, they are always talking in terms of code and technology, right? And I think, I think that's part of the divide that happened uh, when we spoke to them because, you know, we, we pitched NFTs almost as art and products, right? An avatar, a play and earn game, uh, land and stuff like that instead of kind of saying to them, this is another layer of technology being built on your ecosystems, on your coins and stuff, which is a subtle difference, but one that they understand well. So yeah, very cool, Bella. It was, and there was actually, there was um, a lecture on, like around that topic there as well. It's just that the era of NFTs of being like the PFPs and that's it, crossing over more into what is their utility and how do they actually serve us in our day-to-day lives? Uh, so that crossover is, that messaging is even coming through at the conferences now that's a crypto-based conference. So uh, you're right on that, the, the, pot, the path of that train of thought there. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so let's go through a couple of things that have been going on. Uh, number one, you will all notice we've got a new Chinese channel. Uh, we're not going to make kind of big noise about it yet. We're just getting it started. Please only type in Chinese over there <laughs> uh, or don't use it. You know what I mean? But the key point for our Chinese channel is, um, you know, the, the Chinese community have a lot of money and are very interested in products like ours. This is the kind of thing they're interested in. They're looking here for generational wealth, uh, long term investing, uh, getting involved in DAOs and investment groups. And so we're up their alley. The hardest part about the Chinese community, though, is number one, they tend to be uh, small focused groups. So, you know, like, you know, very tribal is, is, is the word that I was kind of explained when I was speaking to some of the Mandarin influencers. Uh, you know, they tend to hodl in groups under 50. Uh, number two, they tend to be focused on, you know, the social media's provided platforms provided, you know, in the Chinese ecosystem. So a lot of them are on WeChat. Uh, and sometimes a little bit on Telegram. Uh, Discord is new to them. And then number three, the most important is, you know, whereas the French can speak English but won't, and when there's money involved, they suddenly remember they can, you know, because we have a lot of early French investors in Fat Cats. Uh, the Chinese Mandarin community will only speak Chinese. And so, you know, as much as we've always held the principle of, um, you know, we have so much kind of content and stuff going on over here, we need to speak a common language 
even if it's a bit difficult for some, you know, and, you know, some of our Spanish and Italian friends have broken their teeth on English and, you know, have got their message across. But when it comes to Mandarin, you know, the Mandarin speakers only speak Mandarin. And so we're going to make an effort uh, to get kind of a, a fairly good conversation going on over here, get them a bit of summaries of what we're doing, uh, and then start to reach out, you know, little by little uh, to that community. Um, you know, so I, I think that's important. I think that's significant. Gajira's made that effort and a few others have made that effort. And I think, you know, I think at the very least we need to kind of, you know, be looking in that direction. Um, secondly, um, we're going to have another new channel called um, Dow Trades and Arbitrage. So if you look under blogs, news and resources, you'll see that we have that channel. You know, we have a lot of kind of little wins happening all the time that we should be mentioning more. For example, just this week, we minted, you know, um, um, Atoma for 0.18 ETH and flipped it for 0.88 ETH, right? And that's, that's money, you know, that's half of, you know, it's a good chunk of our bills for the month. So, you know, we need to be mentioning that more because we're often getting kind of free drops, free mints and things like that, and it all adds up. So we'll be making more of an effort to mention that. Um, we have just kind of pretty much finalized, Bella's doing the last touches on it, but we're ready to go on our two strategies uh, on uh, mutant ape trade sniping and on uh, volume sniping for Doodles, Clone X, Mutant Ape and Moonbirds. Um, they, you know, you probably all saw the recent OpenSea announcement that flagged items will now likely only be flagged for seven days. But, um, you know, that doesn't change the fact that for us, you know, putting kind of collection offers uh, is not a good strategy because when it comes to the blue chips, the spread is usually very low, especially when you take into account royalties. Uh, and then add on that the fact that we might get it flagged, right? Because the people that tend to accept offers very quickly in Cascade Effect are the thieves. Add to that, then we're now kind of tied up for seven days. It all can get really ugly very soon. Whereas if we're doing kind of buying floor ones into the volume, it's, it's highly unlikely that those are, um, you know, stolen. Uh, it's kind of mitigating a lot of risk over there. And certainly for trade sniping, you know, that tends to not be the case. Um, obviously, if we put out kind of an offer on certain traits, you know, that adds to that risk. But again, uh, you know, when it comes to things like, you know, mutant apes trait sniping in the higher end items, uh, if we end up getting stuck with it for a week, you know, it's not the end of the world. Uh, and, you know, and we have our floor mutant to kind of balance our books. Um, what we did mention last week, but I'll, I will mention again, uh, is... Um, um, is uh, the, the cons is what clever name said, and that is that you know we really don't want to play with our board ape and our crypto punk. We now have the ability to, in other words, thanks to the Prism app, we now have the ability uh, to kind of you know set a price on our board ape and stuff. But the reality is, you know, we have a floor ape and a floor punk. And, uh, you know, people can reach out to us if they really want it and kind of, you know, give us, you know, a high offer that, you know, those kinds of people find you on Twitter, reach out, no problem. Uh, you know, it, it, is, it is linked to our account. People can see that. But in general, uh, in general, we feel that, you know, if we were to like, let's say list our board ape at 120 ETH, the likelihood is, you know, that, that it would be sold at that price when the floor kind of reaches there, right? In other words, we don't want to get into a situation where our, our floor ape sells at the floor in, in a run-up and then we never kind of get back in again because it's well, well past the prices that we paid. So in short, you know, we've bought our board ape and our crypto punk for the long term, uh, except when we see major kind of macro stuff going on when the whole market is pumping unrealistically, uh, or we see, you know, something systemically wrong with the Yugo ecosystem, we don't want to be messing around there. Whereas we're going to be actively, you know, you know, allocating over here, you know, between 60, 65 to 80 ETH uh, to be doing these kind of arbitrage plays. And that will hopefully earn us, you know, a, a decent bit of, you know, monthly income. Uh, this is, of course, a very difficult market. You know, once the volume disappears, 
uh, things get very scary very fast. And so, you know, sometimes the best course of action is to sit and do nothing. So we're taking that seriously. We're not kind of FOMOing into things. I think still the mutant ape trade sniping is very worthwhile because there is a shuffle going on. There was a lot of kerfuffle this week, you know, with Machi Big Brother and a few others being upset with how the kind of the ape DAO is being handled. I, I don't have a problem with it, by the way. I've looked into their governance. If you want to know more about that, I talked to Brett about it. But the short answer is that, you know, Magic Eden rang up, you know, kind of Bored Ape and said, you know, we'd love to make a marketplace for you. And of course, they got fast-tracked because they're Magic Eden, right? And uh, Matchy Big Brother and a few others who were trying to make their own kind of marketplace for, for Bored Ape holders uh, felt pissed that they kind of didn't get the same, you know, same kind of red carpet treatment and it's just too bad and so when situations happen like that where you know people protest with their stuff and start to kind of you know dump at a low price some of their mutants and stuff well that's really a great opportunity right that's literally the definition to me of an arbitrage situation whereby you know there's extra drama allowing for great prices so uh that's kind of what we're implementing um as we start to make money on the the trait kind of flipping and sniping, we'll be starting what's called the patron program. Uh, we've ironed out the details for that. We're, we're going to get out a form for that. But basically the patron program, the concept is that the DAO will allocate up to two ETH a month uh, for the community to suggest projects. Uh, we would invest in you know one or two projects a month. And these projects would be uh, a focus less on how much money they can make us and more on why is this a good partnership for fat cats, right? Like, why do we want to be married to silks? Why do we want to be married to creeps and stuff? And we think that that will do a number of cool things. Number one, it alleviates this, this high burden that we're placing, right, which causes some frustration over here because we are being very conservative because when it comes to kind of deciding if something's going to make money, I think it's, it's, it's in our interest to be conservative, right, because so many projects are going bust, as I said they would, unfortunately. I hate being right on this front, friends, but that's the reality. Whereas us saying, look, we're willing to take a risk of one or two ETH for a strong partnership and to support a project that's building and trying to do something awesome and it's good for us, we get to get on Twitter, we get to brand and we get to call on an AMA, kind of it becomes almost part of our marketing budget and justifiable in that sense. And then we don't have to kind of have this high barrier um, of standards that we require to make an investment. So that's the idea of the patron program. Uh, in general, when it comes to marketing, you know, our conservative approach has meant that we're, you know, less on Twitter than we would want to be, right? You know, we definitely want to get more into some AMAs without doing filler, right? There have been a fairly good amount of junky projects, so why give them a, a, a space uh, just for the sake of it? I mean, I was just invited into a space for something called, I don't know, porno bunnies or something. They want me to come and be a guest speaker. I, I'm being unkind. It's bondage bunnies, I think. I, I, I don't know. But it's not our brand. And um, it's not my personal brand. Uh, you know, I, I support 50 shades of everything. But it was just, I don't know. It just, you know, if that's the kind of project that's asking us to speak, I'm not paid enough for that. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but we do, from a branding point of view, want to kind of have more speaking going on. Uh, we certainly want to have, um, you know, high quality giveaways, which we still do. We're quite picky on our giveaways. I know a lot of people, if, you know, the solution for kind of giveaway spam is to make a giveaway channel, uh, sorry, a giveaway kind of Twitter account. I don't think that fits our brand, right? I think, you know, we don't have every project we do a giveaway for doesn't have to make a fortune of money, but I think it has to cross a certain barrier of standards. So that's what I try to do, right? You know, even though we do tons of giveaways over here, uh, for, you know, in our, in our alpha squad or whatever, uh, when it comes to Twitter, we want them to be a docs team and a couple of other things. So, but in short for Twitter, the idea is keep up quality giveaways, keep up quality speaking. Um, we will have a few kind of marketing things that we're working on, like, you know, remember fat cats are here and stuff like that, uh, and partnerships, right? This patron program will allow us to kind of have press release moments, which was one of the things we had always talked about. Uh, speaking of which, though, we, we're trying to revive um, the raiding squad. Um, just so you know, you know, Poseidon decided to default on his uh, fat cats. So we now have a bunch of fat cats, which we will hold uh, in the DAO, 
in the DAO multi-sit for a while and see what we do with them in time. Uh, we're in no rush, you know, because the liquidity pool is still quite operational for the Pine loans. Um, but, um, you know, he's been very busy with his child. Um, he's got less time for NFTs and stuff. And he was heading our uh, raiding squad as well. So if anyone wants to start helping involved as a raider, it really, really does help. I mean, for those who are part of the ETH Lizards community, you know, consistency of raiding, right? Whenever these influencers post something and stuff like that, you know, calling on fat cat holders to go and raid. Firstly, it often gets us a lot of freebies because these are people, this is one of their ways to do partnerships sometimes or give an NFT to the DAO and stuff. But, you know, if you want to be part of that raiding squad, please just uh, tag me afterwards. Or if you're already a mentor researcher, tag me over there. But basically, you know, we want a few more chief raiders who can watch Twitter and then kind of post in the, the raider channel, right? We have that and the community services. We have the community raiders. So, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it is powerful because it's, it, it avoids us having to spam our own Twitter account while kind of constantly being involved and engaging. And let's face it, right? That's the hardest part. Uh, for fat cats on the one hand because so many projects are disappearing and the market cons is consolidating we actually don't have to work as hard to make people aware of what's going on with us but on the other hand uh, because twitter is so much more quiet and stuff you know when people are choosing whitelist partners and giveaway partners and stuff like that they're even more desperate to find people that are perceived to have a lot of hype because that's what they need for their projects right so you know if we can keep up that rating consistency and become a whole household name uh it you know it sometimes it feels like a bit of an uphill battle but it really is worth it so again to summarize we're keeping up our quality content and speaking we're keeping up Twitter giveaways and posts, you know, when we've got announcements and things. Uh, we're going to, you know, we want to up the raiding squad. So if you want to be a raider, please let us know. Um, and uh, and we will have kind of, you know, one, once we get the patron program going, we will have that opportunity to make a press release out of a lot of things. So that's where we are on that front. Um, yeah, okay. On the research front, um, I am happy to say that, um, you know, and Parker, I think you can speak on this. I think our alpha community is doing really nicely. For those who don't know, in addition to our formal collaboration team, we now actually have, if you look, there's a section called Fat Cats Alpha. This is like Doodles Alpha. This is our community um, a, a squad within our community and you can volunteer to help them, guys. This is being headed up by Dr. T and Gladiator. Uh, and Phantom, and um, who else is it? Uh, Phantom, and I'm forgetting someone. Who am I forgetting? Timely. Ah, thank you, thank you. And Timely, and they are really doing this great job of, you know, sometimes there really is a timely, <laughs> timely issue when it comes to uh, give a, giveaways, and so they're able to kind of get it some spot you know, wipe the spots, do a giveaway, quickly collect the wallets, and it's fantastic. And that coupled with the fact that they, a lot of them are giving classes. We've got the DGen Cafe going. Uh, we had some excellent classes, some Sergey on technical stuff, and our alpha channels. I, I think, I don't know, I think this is organically going really well. I think this is kind of the, you know, the daily meat and potatoes of what's going on over here. And, you know, we talked with Escobar, but, you know, about the idea of maybe kind of cleaning up uh, our alpha and arbitrage, right? Like we could do it more professional. Ours is very, you know, um, kind of, you know, to the point, uh, very organic, um, you know, very almost simple, but to the point. Uh, but on the other hand, we have the external alpha coming in anyway, which is somewhat more polished. So I think it's a, it's a good balance, right, Parker? I think we've got this this nice balance of of the day to day activity in Fat Cats that's really focused around the how to. Get me those whitelist spots. Let's try this together. Uh, you know, let's do some research together. I, I really think we've got something good going on over here. What do you think, Parker? Yeah, if you're into, you know, daily trading on these whitelist spots or want to get into it, it's a perfect spot. I mean, you can ask any questions and don't hesitate to ask questions if the contract's good. You know, if this one, this project's pumping or not pumping, somebody's always around to answer those questions. So it's very lively. It's, it's fun. Yeah, and, and I think and I think you know we've 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 crossed that point where you know because this is a tough market, people are being more careful anyway. 
and yet, you know, this is a great opportunity for people to learn, um, you know, and ask those questions and get involved. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am seeing a lot of kind of newbies uh, in the space gaining a lot from these channels and, and from these discussions. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very happy with it. And again, you know, friends, if, if, if any of you would like to be involved in our research department uh, or even help as a mentor, you know, we, we don't care if the entire server becomes all mentors, right? You know, this is ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen, right? We are a DAO. We, we, our, our success when it's written in the history books is going to be from the fact that we were a volunteer organization where we were kind of all sharing each other's bags and stuff, right? So, you know, if you want to be involved, if you want to contribute and you don't know how, just come and reach out. Uh, and, you know, we have a general education channel as well as a Get Wrecked Friends channel whereby, you know, if you don't feel like you want to have your own research going on, but you want to contribute in some way, uh, you can contribute into one of the collective channels. Uh, also, I must give a shout out to MC the Trader because, you know, as far as kind of, um, you know, quality macro goes, I mean, this man, I mean, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's a cornucopia of, of, of what's going on in the macro. I mean, you know, he literally is cherry picking all the things from politics to, you know, global econo economics that, have, that are affecting coins and stuff like that. So, um, you know, certainly, you know, kind of give that a, give that a read. Um, now, what I'm going to be doing is now that we've got a, a very clear idea of our arbitrage and trading, I do want um, some volunteers, please, who can help me with what I call kind of the blue chip and the blue chips in the shortlist. In other words, we're going to be kind of really honing in becoming experts in a few projects, right? I want us to be an absolute expert in everything Hugo Labs. I want us to be an absolute expert in everything Proof. I want us to be an absolute expert in everything Doodles and absolutely everything to do with Artifact. Uh, we can keep an eye on VFriends. You know, I'm so on the toilet about VFriends. Bella, I don't know. I can't be convinced about VFriends. I just, I can't, especially after that recent kind of football thing that Gary V, he seems scattered, right? Like, I don't know. I'm not seeing, I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not getting the idea of VFriends anymore. Um, so, yeah. VFriends is, uh, and I think Parker, you were looking into VFriends not that long ago either. Um, it's just, it's, buying into the it's buying gear v yeah that's that's it yeah. that's all i can get from it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna post in um i'm gonna post friends in the in in cafe voice what we consider to be you know again and if people are saying who made this list i made this list friends it's me okay so you want to blame some blame me but this is what I'm calling the current blue chips and the current shortlist. And this is what I would like for myself um, to create a research squad who can help me kind of be my eyes and ears on these projects. Um, so, yeah, they are friends. Um, so for the for the blue chips, we're looking at Bored Ape, Muted Ape, Bored Ape Kennel Club and other side. So basically everything in the Bored Ape ecosystem. Um, I would even say, you know, and I would even add to that everything to do with ApeCoin, actually, I, I would say, because because that DAO is actually doing um, is, is actually doing a lot of stuff. So I think it's worth us, you know, because it, it, it's important from a consumer confidence point of view. Right, because that's what happened this week, right, with um, with the whole matchy big brother and stuff, right? In other words, when there's when there's concern over the ApeCoin DAO, Ape DAO, it, it does reflect into the other Ape products, right? So we must take that into account as a factor over there, I think. Uh, and then in the and then of course, you know, also CryptoPunks. I separated from the Yugo stuff because I really do think it's valuable IP in its own right. I can make this argument 10, 10 different ways if you want. Uh, and then nouns. So that's what I want to be watching really on the blue chip status. Um, and then on the shortlist status, which is our arbitrage plays, but also things that might become our arbitrage plays. Um, as I said, we've got Artifact. Uh, we have uh, Doodles, Moonbirds. Um, and then, you know, two honorary mentions over there that I think are important for us to watch are VFriends and Creeps. Um, so yeah, you know, so if anyone wants to be involved in the research over there, um, please, please do come and, 
um, please do come and and you know talk to me if you if you're already a researcher just tag me in the research channel if you're not and want to be kind of send me a dm or just tag me um i want to um yeah yeah i think i think that's enough on that i think those are the kind of the main points regarding our shopify store please be patient everyone a little bit longer uh we are talking to the people who are doing the uh, shopify work for board ape yacht club uh and gut cut gang and others and so we're kind of you know you know apparently there is issues with payments uh, if you don't set it up the right way so we're just getting that sorted so that kind of we can keep our DAO status while doing it and not just kind of make it Dylan's business or something so a little bit longer there friends um, also uh, on Goblin Cats uh, Caleb has been really busy but we, we, we have no intention of stopping to build um, so you know do please be patient but we are in the process of redoing the whole set of websites so we can clarify what each thing does before moving on to the next chapter for the extracts of sin. Uh, okay, I want to, uh, Jeff made a comment. I'm not happy to hear Poseidon defaulted on fat cats. I guess I don't know the whole story, but I propose that the DAO eat any costs there and give him his fat cats back um, in such a positive way. Uh, no, Jeff, it was a financial decision. He had 56 fat cats on loan and chose to he he contacted us and said he's you know it, it doesn't pay him in other words he's already made the money out uh, doing trades right he took the loan and it just didn't pay him at the current floor price to to buy them back i mean there was there's no upset over there um it's just that you know um what is an upset to poseidon is poseidon does feel that this DAO should be more aggressive on its arbitrage right we've just, we've addressed this point before that some people feel that you know when we did our initial road trip you know we talked about many more sources of income we talked about mid caps and small caps and we talked about uh you know a much more robust accelerator i mean all bad case scenarios have happened the markets in crises uh the the royalties are pretty much non-existent, as I predicted, right? When I paid the artists, we negotiated to remove royalties because we realized that royalties were going the way of the dinosaur. And I'm going to come back to that point because there's a whole new marketplace about that as well. Uh, and then also, um, uh, our accelerator is just, you know, not accelerating, right? Nothing's accelerating right now. We're heavily in the Freeman meta. Anything that costs money, people are very suspicious about. Uh, I, I can tell you we're in negotiations with two projects that we do like, um, but again, you know, they are hesitant to, to, to pay, you know, a basic salary to the advisors, right? Because Escobar and I would be the advisors over there, in addition to the kind of the, the, the cut of the mint. But we, it's not fair on us to just take a cut of the mint, right? Because, you know, a month may be spent advising them. Uh, as our friends over at Project Eli know, you know, we've got a lot of mentors over there at Project Eli and they, you know, they agreed to take a cut of the mint and none of them have been paid for two months. So I do think uh, it's important, you know, that we don't just try and get something on the accelerator just because, you know, kind of we want to get something on the accelerator. We, we have to stick to our standards. Uh, and thankfully, you know, we're not burning through money at a terribly fast rate. So, you know, if we have to be embarrassed of just plodding along over here and not having much to say, so be it. So be it, right? Um, AA says, not a question, but to build on the new Chinese channel, I strongly believe we should also have a Chinese Mandarin version of the website to attract uh, the Chinese investors and to make it easier, clearer for them to learn about fat cats and how we operate. Uh, if possible, perhaps having our website language options would be beneficial if and when necessary. Uh, that's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Of course, that would cost funds. Uh, but, you know, that, that's a fair point. Um, let, me, let me talk to Cyril about that. Uh, and then I will bring that to the council and we'll see if it's kind of worth, worth funding. But I, I think that's a good idea because, you know, we were considering a Chinese... Uh, creating a Fat Cats Chinese Twitter, which, you know, a Planetary Property Alliance has done. It hasn't been good for them. Uh, but I think a website, on the other hand, uh, is kind of a stationary product. We, we don't have to man it as much as, you know, we would a Twitter necessarily. But it, it's a very powerful tool, right? We know that from Google marketing and stuff like that. So uh, certainly, I think, I think that's a good idea. I will bring that up with Serial and we can kind of see what a translator would cost us. Uh, and then we can see if the council approves. Okay. 
Um, okay, now what? When I, I just briefly mentioned that kind of royalties are going the way of the dinosaur. Um, have a look at this video, friends, when you get a chance. And also, John Carlo is about to post a video on it as well. Um, I haven't watched his video yet on rare peppies. I'm gonna have a look at that as well because I think you know that's that might be an interesting one for us too. I didn't even know about rare peppies. I must admit. But um, let me post this link. So PseudoSwap is, as I say, creating their own marketplace, 0.5% fees, no royalties, right? So collections do not get to earn anything from their collections. Again, color me surprised. But they do allow you to set up kind of liquidity pools. And that might be very interesting. That's the part that the DAO is, the council is going to discuss because you know, we could set up a liquidity pool um, for fat cats, similarly to kind of pine loans. Now, how that will work is, you know, we have to go and look into it more, but basically, you know, it's like an instantaneous trade instead of, um, you know, using a curve instead of, uh, you know, waiting for a buyer. And that could drastically change the market, right? That's how, um, you know, market makers work, right? That's why when you put in a stock order, it's filled immediately pretty much because of these um, market makers. Uh, Wellen says, yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be very interesting. This is, uh, this was, uh, hey, Big T, this, this, this was a kind of, you know, in the works, Wellen, right? Like, I think this was something that was needed um, for sure because, again, you know, just like coins got to the point where they had a great market maker, so too, I think, you know, it's time for NFTs as well, right? Like, you know, we need this transactional volume. We need these kind of liquidity pools and stuff. And we can use algorithms to determine a, a fair market price based on, based on bell curves. Um, you know, to pretend that, you know, most NFTs are not that rare, right? So their floor prices are what we go by. And therefore, yeah, bell curves and stuff really do work. So uh, it's certainly been very interesting, I think um and uh yeah yeah we will we will certainly be exploring that uh, i want to give a shout out to ink runner who again was the first person to bring this to my attention uh, ink runner is really fantastic in that regard um great great uh, i see missy popped in missy i hope you know if you can if you can just remind me to make some time uh, i would like to kind of do a few marketing slogans that we can use uh, on our twitter spaces as well sorry on our twitter posts and stuff uh, we're finally up to date with everything. Uh, and then I see Jev in the audience. Jev is going to help me with the law uh, because we're going to start kind of, you know, building out that law as well. Uh, I just want to mention Junior Fat Cats. Just again, we are working on that art. You will see some um, kind of sneak peeks soon. Uh, there is no intention to mint Junior Cats anytime soon. It's just silly, right? Okay, the Junior Cats is meant to be a capital raise for us. Uh, this is not a market you raise anything uh you know other than a stink in right now so but there's no reason for us to not get our art and contracts ready and uh it's just fun right once we start to work on the art we'd love to get you involved and caleb will hop on and draw some traits and and we have some integrations that we're working on with Tableland. so you know one of the cool things about the space when there is so much consolidation and it goes back to kind of freemans and the basics is you start to see a lot of innovation so as much as i'm kind of stressed out of my mind over the fact that Bitcoin and Ethereum have been so high and that's kind of drained all the liquidity from NFTs. I really am enjoying, uh, you know, that I kind of for an hour to a day, I'm speaking to founders of, of new ideas and projects and the level of innovation I'm seeing uh, is remarkable. You know, the previous two months was all about just speaking to marketing teams, working out the exact way they wanted kind of their projects posted and how we could get, you know, exposure and they could get hype. Now I'm speaking to projects who are talking a lot more in terms of, you know, we're trying to do this angle, we're trying to redefine this, we're trying to, you know, reframe this. Even WAP, right? WAP integrated for us, you know, and it's kind of gone under the radar. The fact that WAP 
you know, for fat cats created the first ability uh, to not only token gate in Discord based on a, uh, you know, a, a NFT, but now it's been fine-tuned that we can even token gate based on a role, right? Goblin cats, you are now token gated based on being a living goblin cat or a dead goblin cat. And the same for our legendaries, right? People can verify their fat cat holdings and if they hold a legendary, they get a special role. So that's, that's innovative, right? These are the kinds of culminative innovative things that are happening. You know, I see Sir Dre in the call, you know, NFT scoring is fine-tuning and fine-tuning and fine-tuning. It's these kinds of quality innovations that lead us to the next level of a mature market. Uh, and so that to me is pretty exciting. Okay, so those are all the points I wanted to bring up. Uh, I wanna open up to some questions. If you wanna come up, uh, please, please raise your hand. A rap jack, he hasn't left. No, he's he's still holding uh, fat cats, but he was a much bigger holder. Is rap jack even in the call? Let me see. I'm just talking to myself. Yeah, he's not even in the call. Okay, <laughs> very good. Um, all right. So if anyone wants to raise their hands or uh, you know tag me in cafe voice text, um, yeah. Uh, Wallen, you need a living cat to get catnip. So that's what we're working on the website. The website's going to clarify uh, that the living cats are the alpha pass and access to the marketplace. Uh, and the dead cats are going to have their agenda with being part of the next chapter of, of the story. Uh, and then the essences are going to get you into an entire new ecosystem. So that's what we're working on with the website. Oh, that's a cool one, Wellen. Yeah. Um, Parker Belly, you want to add anything? No, I think you summed it up real good from everything we talked about in the council and the ongoing this week so yeah yeah um we are talking to prism by the way of making their um kind of app um show that that we're able to show all kind of like everyone's percentage of fat cats so they are working on some cool stuff um but yeah i'll tell you more when we know more with them um let me just check in with them actually Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, our poke is becoming pretty famous. You know, it's, you know, one of the things that's uh, kind of hard for me is, you know, people still say this, well, you only have 20,000 followers on, uh, on Twitter, you know, like I, I'm really not willing to go and buy fake followers. It's just, it's not our thing, right? You know, our engagement is, just, is the same as kind of projects that have 60K. Uh, but our, our poker is getting us a lot of good exposure. Ah, yes. Uh, thank you for reminding me about Crown. Uh, uh, for those who, ha who are invested in Crown, uh, we just finally had our bank or liquidity pool open. Uh, so if you kind of check out that announcement, you can see all of that. But yes, uh, Matto Kiri, you can now buy Crown um, on on Bancor. And because Bancor is behind and setting up the UI, you can even buy Crown at a discount, actually. I think you can get it at 12 cents uh, because, you know, people have to, uh, for those who don't know, you know, Bancor, when it had all of its problems, switched off the ability to add to pools until they clarified what those pools were about. And even though we've been whitelisted, so we're kind of, you know, we've supplied our own external liquidity, um, insurance and stuff like that, uh, they haven't turned on the UI for specific pools yet. So they're about to do that. But what it means is it's just a bloody nuisance, right? You have to go to Etherscan if you want to stake and stuff like that. So we've delayed our staking rewards until they turn on the UI. Uh, but in the meantime, a few people, you know, very early investors in Crown wanted some money back uh, and, you know, dumped their coins. So yeah, you know, the seed run was at 20 cents. You can buy some at 12 cents. So 
you know, if you believe in the crown ecosystem, uh, that's a very good opportunity. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we're moving ahead over there. Uh, and some of these games are starting to open. I'm going to, over this weekend, stream uh, a demo for Illuvium um, because I've been very impressed with that. Uh, and if you look at you know our WGMI schedule, we have um, Guild of Guardians coming on and, um, and we also have uh, Gala coming on soon as well. So yeah, you know, there is movement in the games over there. Uh, and Metal Core gave Fat Cats 10, uh, 10 NFTs, uh, which we will be selling. Uh, because you know kind of it's not our main purpose but they will be having their demo open as well soon so you know that's that's pretty exciting you know i i like the fact that so many of these early big game projects were able to raise two three four five hundred million and so to them you know it's like who cares if we're in a bit recession right they've got all the funds they need to keep building so that's where we're up to friends uh, let's see if there's any more questions or comments and then we will kind of call this to a close um, no? Okay, good. So in summary, if you are a Mandarin speaker and you want to help us get that channel going, please reach out over there. If you want to help in the research department, whether you want to help with kind of Fat Cats Alpha internal squad who are doing fantastic work, um, you know, please reach out to them or reach out to me. Uh, if you want to help me with the blue chip and the shortlist research, certainly reach out directly to me because we're going to be, you know, become experts. Right? We want to become absolute experts in a few projects, like everything. Like if they even, you know, post some hypnotic tweet or something weird, whatever, we want to know it first. We're going to be experts in them. We are getting our arbitrage trades going on starting this week. Uh, the mutant ape um, uh, trait trade sniping as well as volume sniping in the cases of our shortlist so that's uh, doodles mutant ape um, artifact specifically clone x um, and moonbirds um, and then um, we are also looking for people to help us with the raiding squad because poseidon has a lovely newborn and, and really isn't available as much and NATO has a bit less time. So if you want to help us kind of get our rating going, because that really is important for our kind of ongoing presence and consistency in the space, we would love to have you involved. Um, and yeah, yeah, you know, I think that's where we're up to. Um, I, I'm pretty, as I say, I'm pretty, pretty happy with where we're at. I think the kind of the part that's most annoying me, as I say, is that there's no volume. And uh, that our Shopify is taking a little bit longer than, than I would have hoped. But we're on the ball. We're on the ball. Super well. And okay, so I will um, just send me a DM afterwards and I'll, I'll get you the, the Raider roll over there and, and we can work something out. Super, Booba, send me send me a DM as well and or uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get you sorted. Okay, Booba and Wellen. Awesome. <laughs> Booba instead of Baba. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a quick shout out to the Fantasy Football League. I think uh, first week was a success. Over 70 people participated and still a few coming in for a second week. So yeah. anybody got any other ideas or want to join in on that? Uh, it's going well. Yeah, it's fantastic. And um, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're going to allocate a couple of prizes to that as well. I love I love all the gaming stuff we're doing. I really do. Uh, I think, you know, it's, it, it helps kind of give it a, a wonderful day-to-day -day activity over here. And then on top of it, it really, um, it really gives us something to connect to other communities over. Like so many communities are tired and bored and desperate to just kind of have some activity. And I've had a lot of project founders, you'll see some in general poke their heads in today, like Ninetales and stuff. And they're like, you know, you guys are so alive. Like you've got stuff going on all the time. And um, 
that's us, right? That's us. You know, we, you know, this is the beauty of us minting kind of into a crisis. I mean, you know, people are like, what was the price of ETH when you minted Fat Cats? It was like 1900, right? Like we already minted into crises, right? So, you know, we're, we're children of crises and, um, you know, we're used to struggle, right? And so anything that happens is grand. Um, and I think that that makes us a lot more grounded, you know, because you look at some of these projects like, Clementine's nightmare that have just basically disappeared, right? You know, they, they're, you know, they, they were these enormous enterprises that people had so much faith in, and they don't post much, and you know, they, they, half their team is gone, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think that that puts us in a very, uh, a very good, good status. Um, Missy, was it, it was you who helped us with kind of doing our. Um, oh, wow, AA, that's fantastic. Wow, I love that. Let's get that as a PNG, and I'll make that as a sticker here as well. Um, Missy, you, you were the one helping us um, with uh, when we came up with our mission statement, right? So I'd love your help again. Um, I'd love your help again with kind of um, working out a few like marketing slogans that we can make into, you know, Ciro and I can make the images uh, for Twitter, but we'd love kind of like a few marketing slogans, like, you know, aren't you happy that you're, you know, uh, that you're in Fat Cats, you know, uh, you know, doing, you know, the Fat Cat Sanctuary or something like that. Like, like, like every time there's like a market crisis, I think it's an opportunity for us to remind people that, you know, Fat Cats is a sanctuary and stuff like that. So uh, that's what we meant. Uh, Vixen, we're going to be having um, Other Side Gang um, on a panel uh, with WGMI. Uh, so we, we're just getting a few other other side speakers uh, but we, yeah we're going to have we're going to start having a couple of panels yeah super missy send me a dm missy otherwise i'll forget and we we can make a kind of a brainstorming time because i think we're more productive when we all hop on voice for a few minutes okay all right, everyone, I'm going to call this to a close. Uh, so thank you for joining for this AMA. Uh, and you know what? Thank you, all of you, for your positivity always. You know, I, I think really the strength of this community is our open discourse, uh, our ability to kind of agree to disagree. Uh, as I said, you know, I know that some wanted us to be more aggressive with some of our trading strategies. Some of them have voted with their feet. And I think overall, um, you know, that is why we have such kind of good vibes, positive energy. And, you know, again, you know, I said this at the beginning of our Fat Cats journey, but I'll say it again. For those of you who, you know, want to have a voice or kind of are a little bit shy and, and looking to help, we're always looking for mentors. We're happy to give you that voice to be that kind of, you know, amateur research, to build from there, to ask questions. If you want to do a class, uh, if you want to uh, do a Zen program or something, you know, we're always open to that. So, uh, you know, education, gaming, everything comes first. You know, we want to have you involved. And if you have ideas like AA had to get kind of, you know, our fantasy football going and stuff like that, you know, we'd love to have you involved. Okay, let's call that to a close.